Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Daniel Mangina, and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so glad you decided to join us today, and Alex Ting is going to be joining us when she can. She's uh, been dealing with some stuff, but uh, she'll be here at some point during the show, and she'll jump in and participate, which I always look forward to because I like it with you and Alex get going, Daniel. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. You really are. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, to get us started in the meantime, we actually have quite a few questions from both existing long-term listeners and new listeners to go through. And uh, some of them are on the simple side, some not so simple. But I figure <laughs> let's just let's just kind of work through them, see what we get. So okay. the first one comes from a long-time listener, Barbie. She says, what is the best way you have learned to detach yourself from the outcome? She says, manifesting is a practice, and some days I'm better at it than others. And I think all of us can identify with that one. That can be a little challenging at times because we're expecting results. And then we're also reminded, well, you don't want to go count your results because then you'll just drive yourself crazy and drive your vibration down. But we do it anyway. So what do you think? Can somebody say human? <laughs> That's right. Yes, exactly. Welcome to humanity here on LOA today. <laughs> the humanity show. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, give, give us an idea of what you, how do you handle that? How do you approach, you know, detaching yourself from the outcome, as she says? Just stay neutral most of the time. So there's a reality transfer principle called um, excess potential. And what it says is that generally speaking, when we put too much importance on something, what we do is we create this vacuum that generally speaking comes from lack. Because if I'm like, oh my God, I don't have it, then that lack volume gets filled in with more lack and it often throws us out of balance and dissipates the, the momentum towards creation. So keeping a check on something, and what I found to be the most powerful way to do that is to remember that it's already here. So why am I chasing after something? Because I don't believe it's going to happen. I always go back to Amazon, right? The Amazon analogy that I love to use, that I don't place an Amazon delivery and be like, oh my God, is it going to come? I don't know. Oh my God, is it going to come? Oh, I don't know. Who's the driver? What route are they Who's taking? The What's the license plate? <laughs> What's the license plate? What's the license plate? What route are they taking? What minute are they arriving? We don't do that because we know it's going to come sometime in the next day. Yeah, but we know it's going to come. So that knowing of it coming is what allows us to detach from the obsession over the, the details. So generally speaking, what we're seeing there, I would say, is a lack of certainty. Yes. And so it's developing that certainty muscle in smaller things so that we can apply it to bigger things. This is where the money game comes in. Hmm. Because what the money yeah. game is doing is it's allowing us to have enough evidence to witness that when I go out to create something, it shows up. And when I go out to create something and then it shows up with things where there's less resistance, so therefore less of the energy around it, that can then start to translate to other things that I step out to create as well. Because all this is happening at an unconscious level. The unconscious mind is freaking out on the basis of the evidence that it's got, which is, oh my goodness, I set out to create something and it doesn't show up. I better freak out because that's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Because freaky get is the answer. But it's not. So it's just developing a new re relationship with reality, a new relationship with your creative potential, a new relationship with certainty, which is that when I go out to create something, it's going to be this or better. Yes. So then I even like when it friends. doesn't show up, the advantage principle kicks in. If this didn't show up, I'm grateful that it didn't show up because that just means something even more badass, something even more better is coming instead. So I like the fact saying. that you brought in your, your Amazon example because it actually had a nice little twist that I experienced today. Oh, tell um, me. Because I, I placed an order and uh, it was supposed to be delivered yesterday. It was late. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had followed the idea that, oh my God, it isn't here yet, I would have been freaking out. Mm -hmm. But like you say, we don't do that. We just figure, oh, it's got to be here tomorrow. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> it's even it's even crazy for me down here in Mexico because next day delivery doesn't really happen. It kind of just comes right, up. Right. Whatever manana it's going to show up, it shows up. I got some Ormus. This is one of the funniest 
Amazon creations for me. So I can find it. I ordered this Ormus in May. It showed up two weeks ago. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I ordered it in May. It showed up two weeks ago. I completely forgot that I'd even bloody ordered it. <laughs> I think I may even have applied for a refund because it didn't show up. <laughs> Not exactly Amazon's finest hour, but... but it wasn't Amazon, it was USPS. <laughs> yeah, right. So... Yeah, exactly. USPS yeah. with the Mexican Postal Service. Right. Who knows? I've got a, a pair of beard trimmers that I ordered that's been in a depot somewhere in Mexico for... Two months. <laughs> it's going to show up. When is it going to show up? But, um, but it's always this or better. So it's all right. I think you really hit the nail on the head, though, when you talked about how it's a lack of certainty. Mm. And I recognized that from the beginning for myself. When I when I grasped the idea, I didn't really think of it in terms of certainty. I think of it. I think I just thought of it in terms of high confidence, which I, I guess amounts to the same thing. Mm-hmm. And and I knew myself enough to know that my confidence level with anything that had even a slight woo attached to it was not going to be really high. <laughs> it, it was going to be pretty low, very, very honestly. And yeah. of course that that influenced it. You know, that that's yeah. what drove the whole thing, you know. So when you mentioned certainty, I said to myself, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I recognize that one real, real well. So. And, you know, it's it's a muscle. And when you accept that it's a muscle that's not going to grow in and of it, like, by itself, like, I'm a muscle, I'm going to grow by myself, it, it will require some work, you know, some work of stepping into a usership of said muscle. Mm-hmm. And that will lead to it being flexible. So what exercise up, the muscle. What up, what up, what up, Hi. Alex in the roof. What up, Finally. what up, what up, what up. She's here, hooray. Alex in the roof. Yeah, she's here. <laughs> Purple hair and yeah. all. Yep. Hold on, I got to set up my uh, hashtagging. That's all right. Take your time. No, no big deal. We'll just continue with uh, the questions here. We got some uh, questions from listeners that we're going through today. So Ooh. when you're ready to jump in, you just jump in. And until then, you aren't ready. That's all. No biggie. All right, cool. So next one comes from, I think it's Indre. I think that's the way she pronounces her name. She says, is it possible that you manifest and get something else? Maybe it leads to something better? <laughs> Ties directly into what you just said, Daniel. But <laughs> I figured this is a good time to bring it in. <laughs> So, Daniel, is it possible to manifest and get something else? Yeah. If you're open to it. Because mm. I think sometimes we we unmanifest what we desire, create something that we don't want, because that's what we actually were creating. And they say, oh, I guess that's what my higher self wanted. Or I guess that would... No, you, you paused up. You, you unplugged from what you wanted and created something else. <laughs> the universe is not a tyrant. It's not a dictatorship. It's a co-creatorship where we place the requests and the energy takes form according to those requests as per our alignment. If our alignment facilitates us being open to receive something better, then guess what? We can get something better. Otherwise, we'll get something worse or nothing at all. So whilst there's a beauty to, to that idea, there's also a responsibility for us to claim the offer of having something better. And if we claim it and are open to it, then we'll receive it for sure. I, I always kind of, I, I understand where the idea comes from. You want, especially early on when you're first exploring this stuff, you want the thing that you ask for to show up. And mm-hmm. otherwise it's somehow illegitimate. Um, but I, I found that the really cool part is that when we get to the point where we're willing to accept or better or different mm-hmm. or you know, not quite the exact same thing, the whole the the range of possibilities seems to open up. Now the range was already there. It's not like it wasn't there before, but my awareness of it increased. And when my mm-hmm. awareness of it increased, my experience improved. Mm. And it just I don't know. I think it just makes the whole thing easier. It, it, you kind of slide into it a lot more easily rather than like fighting every step of the way. Like, yeah, I didn't get the, uh, yeah, I, I got the orange snowman, but he didn't have the purple buttons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, relax for goodness sake. 
I mean, we, we leave the purple to Alex. That's her job anyway. So exactly. <laughs> the other thing as well is that um, the details, the angel and the devil are in the details. The details mm. of what we're being, you know, maybe you weren't aligned with the purple button. Maybe, you, maybe, and the thing is, like people like to attribute this to God or the universe, but maybe you weren't fired up and desiring the purple buttons because desire or at least the elevated energy which could be desire or fear or anything else needs to be attached to the thought for it to have life otherwise it, it's not plugged in so we don't plug it in we don't plug in the buttons we plug in everything else then we're like well, it didn't show up this stuff doesn't work or you know god didn't want me to know you didn't plug it in <laughs> <laughs> It's like the computer's not plugged in. It's not turning on. I can't access the interweb. Right. <laughs> Plug the bloody thing in. <laughs> it's like the old, 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 old story dating back to the beginning of the computer age uh, about the, the person who worked in tech support and took the phone call from the woman who was all upset because her brand new computer wasn't working. And he said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Let me see what I can do to help. Uh, so... Um, What's what's happening when you like turn the power button on? Nothing. It just it just stays black. Nothing happens at all. Do you see any lights on the box? No, there's no lights. There's nothing. Well, when did this start? Oh, well, it started right after the power went out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the things that Oops. require electricity. Oh. <laughs> That's a real story, by the way. That's what that, that's that a real doozy. Is what that is. That's a super yeah. No doozy. kidding. <laughs> I had a similar story of um, a friend of mine who couldn't figure out why her TV stopped working. She changed the batteries in the remote. She did everything. She's pressing all the buttons, and I. She's like, "Can you come over?" I come over. The TV was unplugged. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh no. Did they know it was unplugged, or they were unaware? No, nope, they didn't realize it was unplugged. Okay. <laughs> well, same thing happens to an American who travels to the Great Britain. Great Britain, right. you have to turn on the plug. If you don't know to turn on the plug, the, 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 the appliance doesn't work. Well, what's wrong with the appliance? <laughs> this is true. You must, you must plug us in. <laughs> plug us in or it won't work. No. So th- these are very mundane and kind of humorous examples of what it means to be specific and what mm-hmm. it means to not be specific. <laughs> what it means to be plugged in. All right, so let's see. The next one comes from Nicole. This is a little bit longer one, but not all that long. She says, I finally understood what was blocking me in manifesting a job to maintain me while evolving my art business. The thought of doing something I don't like or working with people not passionate. I found out where I would like to work now, but they're not looking for anyone to hire right now. So what would you start to even manifest to get them looking for someone? Too attached to it being in one place, so it's never going to work. Excess potential. Mm, agreed. It's a she doesn't want the about. job. She wants to work somewhere where those needs are met. Of So set the intention of that and you'll you'll find something else. Yeah, who's to say it has to be in that one specific place just because that seems like a great place to work. It's not the only place. And the energy that's going to go into forcing, because she could, I could teach her exactly how to force her way in there. But all the yeah, energy that like, she would have spent. You're manifesting someone getting fired. <laughs> not necessarily. They could have an expansion and all that good stuff. Mm, but why yeah. put all of that energy into this when you can chill and maybe have something even better? Mm-hmm. The combination of possibilities available to us to actually experience what we're intending are so much greater than we could even conceive with our mind. We only use what five percent of our brain. We don't even use all yeah, something like that. We perceive an infinitesimal part of the entirety of reality. Allow the greater aspect of you to step up too, and just be open to something even better. There's also the the other factor, which is if she's so focused on that one particular place having to be the one, that's a fear factor. And she can dress it up all she wants to, but in the background, there's the fear going on. Like, oh, it, it has to be there or else I won't get what I want. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's coming from that's life. not high vibe. And I think it's I'm I, I'm I'm hard pressed to find a way in which excess potential doesn't come from a place of lack. Yeah. And seeds hard pressed for a reason because it can't. <laughs> <laughs> and seeds seeds sown in lack of it's highly unlikely that they're going to bring fruits of joy and abundance. So put those seeds down, bro. Put them down. Rest those seeds down. Allow seeds of abundance to be manifested for you. Yeah, put the lack seeds down. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and if you were watching on YouTube, you could have seen my facial expression. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And in fact, I think we can also go a step further, can't we? Can't we say that by opening it up, she makes her life easier? <laughs> Bless you. I'm Bless sorry, you. I didn't mean to, to you know trigger the allergies with that question. But... <laughs> no, that was that was me in agreement. <laughs> it's an agreement. <laughs> I mean, it's just energy. Even when you look at energy, the glyco- glycogen stores that we have in the brain that are available for us to use on a day-to-day basis. The energy that we can hold, which you can expand with practices like Kundalini Yoga, expand your nervous system, allows you to hold more energy. That's why when you see people in some spiritual practice, you see them shaking it because their body's unable to process and hold the energy. Mm. But even on a day-to-day level, there's less energy. The, the more energy that we're using for these things, the less it's available for us to create what we actually, what we actually want. So I pull that energy back from forcing something to happen and allow yourself to be supported, which is what the universe wants to do anyway. Plus, it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I like to make it, I, I like to cut right down to the quick and just make it as simple there's as possible. There's a line, and it's a bottom, <laughs> and it's easier. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, good. Okay, hopefully that's been helpful to Nicole. We're moving right along. We're moving pretty quickly through these. Next one comes from Danny, and Danny, she says, how do we learn to identify our money blocks? Gee, I wonder why I brought this one to this show. I <laughs> might go of them to, to better manifest our abundance. I'm struggling with low vibration lately and trying to uplift that as well. So yeah. money blocks, got a broad topic there. I think you can handle that one, Danny. Yeah, stop trying to look for them. Stop, stop. No need. It's easier to just... Hack infinite possibility. Rather than saying, what are my blocks? Where are they? Which are just keeping your vibrational resonance of the blocks and holding you slave to them. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. This is what I'm working with. Uh, let's just keep it <laughs> So it's even busy versus, it's like, okay, where, where do I want to be? What does that feel like? Because consciousness can only be in one place at a time. So if my consciousness is in the space of deliberately stepping into an experience of what I do desire, then it's not available to those other vibrations, including the ones associated with the limiting beliefs. Sometimes then the freedom, my mind would hold the story that freedom has to go through a journey in order to meet that new ideal, in which case the blocks that stand in the way of that will come up to be healed. Yeah, that's a great point we very often go after looking for blocks and we don't need to do that. We only need to deal with them when they show up. I'm personally experienced time and time and time again, that that is one of the textbook ways that the unconscious mind uses to keep you locked in a negative loop. What do you mean? Keep you locked in. I have to understand. Uh, I need to know what it is. Then your, your, your consciousness is tied in the negativity and it's not available to access the positivity because it can't be in both places at the same time. So oh, that's my block. Oh, I've got to work on it. I'm just in the river of change. Oh my God. Not <laughs> <laughs> the river of change. Oh. <laughs> river of change. Yeah. So this all happening. It's like, yeah. And then the, on the other side, like the, the, your future self that's experiencing the, the blessing of what you wanted is like, but bro, you just had to just step, just come out of the river. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's embody this. Come on, I'm ready. Let's go. I know. River of change. Just one more ayahuasca ceremony. <laughs> I just need to see what my ancestors have to say about this block. <laughs> Wait. 
no, I'm not going to be able to access it until I'm vegan. Wait, hang on a minute. <laughs> I didn't do enough meditations today. <laughs> I would just choose it. Like, oh, no, not the vegan just, meditation. You could just choose it now. And then if your narrative, your story dictates that there must be a path through something, then it will be made available for you to heal and then you can address it. Otherwise, you're just pulling stuff that doesn't need to be in the now into the now. You're polluting the now with limiting beliefs that aren't even affecting you yet or anymore. Mm. But you're going to make sure that they do. Yeah. (laughs) You've got got a beautiful present moment that's naked, a barren field, ready for you to plant any seed that you want. And you're like, barren field. Let's go looking for some limited beliefs. Come on. (laughs) Look at that tree. Look at that tree. And ah, where's my abundance? Your abundance is in the other field with the other seeds that you didn't go and plant because you were busy tending to this garden. Wait, wait, wait. I need to pull up another weed. So that I can make a tea and, and mm-hmm. have my sacred ceremony with it. Like, stop. Just go to the other field. <laughs> Just go to the other field. And then everything that you need to do and let go of that's tying you to this field will become revealed because you're going to be in the process of moving towards the new field. And then you're there without the stuff. And if anything comes in, because you've got a beautiful field, if there's a weed somewhere, you can go and see it and pluck it out. Rather than trying to find the wood from the trees. My God. I'm down my spiral. What's happening? No. (laughs) I put sugar in my tea this morning and it wasn't sacred bark tea. It was Earl Grey. Ah, double whammy, caffeine (laughs) and sugar. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's like, chill out, man. I think we should write a, a, a book and we could make the book a story about a farmer who always second guesses himself before he tries to plant anything. <laughs> like I, I checked the farmer's almanac and it says it's going to rain today. So I have to wait until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have that vital stew for dinner. That's right. <laughs> it's a short book, but it does make a point. <laughs> be more of a short story actually yeah yes very short well actually getting... so would the farmer's tenure be pretty short i mean that farm's not going to survive very long we could get we could get jp sears to do the the video story of the video they wanted to plant my seeds his little face is crazy guy crazy guy <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I love how you can not only crack us up, you can crack yourself up at the same time. I think it's very efficient of you. Well, you know what? <laughs> if I can't find me funny, how can I be a vibration of that to anyone else funny? This is true. So, back, back. Laughing at myself is manifesting. Mm. It is. Yeah. It's funny, too, as you were describing your, your analogy of the, the person who's uh, – trying to plant seeds in the wrong places or not try to plant seeds at all for the wrong reasons and so forth. It made me think of a Mike Dooley example that he gave in, uh, you know, he has these emails called the notes from the universe. Mm-hmm. And in one of, one of his notes, he talked about how um, you're standing at a door and you know that everything that you want is on the other side of the door and you're pounding on the door and you're screaming at the door and you're begging, you're pleading to God to open the door and you're, you're, you're trying to manifest the door open and on the other side of the door in the non-physical realm is all of your spirit guides basically in tears because you told them to promise you before you came here that you they wouldn't tell you that the door was unlocked. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just take the handle and turn it. Open up the door. Then you won't be suffering anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Move on to, to number five. Here. <laughs> number five. Okay, this is a little bit longer. Uh, this is from Tasman. Tasman said, so she starts off with an interesting phrase. Please spam me with your techniques. I, I suggested maybe she might want to rephrase that one, but we'll leave that one for the moment. Indeed. She says, mm-hmm. in these times, I'm struggling to find a work from home job 
or I can be with my daughter and continue to work in case we have another lockdown. So I can be there for her and still earn a wage to support my family. I have ideas and then I get stuck again. What can I do? Well, aren't we all looking for work from home jobs right now? And a lot of people are finding them too. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, a lot of jobs are converting to work from home. Yeah. Yes. Husband's done the what's same going thing. on. So maybe, well, I don't, I don't know if she doesn't have a job right now or if she wants to find a job that works from home and she's out in the field right now, but you can uh, talk to your boss and ask if you can work from home. That would be my simple answer. I think she doesn't. Re- she doesn't really indicate whether or not she currently has a job. Yeah, right. She, she didn't say. Yeah, it, work, it could work either way. She also had a follow-up comment, but even the follow-up comment doesn't clarify it. What were you going to okay. say, Dan? I was going to say that. Um, The rules of reality creation don't change, but the context within which we create our reality does. And there are trillions more dollars in the economy right now. So there's actually no reason for there to be lack for anyone because there are trillions, not millions, not billions, trillions more dollars in the US economy right now. It's available. Maybe the opportunities here has been presented not to wait for someone else to give a handout, but to create something for themselves. Mm. Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, I also suggested to her. I'm sorry. No, I was saying if we open up to the possibilities, and they're more possibilities rather than this is the world that I live in. Boss man, give me a job, please, (laughs) and let it be from home. Sorry, you were saying more. That's all right. No problem. I had also suggested to her that uh, she should be focusing more on the passion of it um, rather than the job of it. And she replied "I've uh, that, that she's always tended to have jobs where, where her passion was involved, which is a good thing. Um, I had kind of also suggested to make the passion priority more than trying to make lots of money. And she said, I've always done that. And then she said something interesting. She says, um, I've, uh, I am in no way... Uh, trying to start making thousands, although that would be awesome. Uh, but I just want to want to have enough to pay the bills. I thought to myself, yeah. well, that wasn't quite the Lack. scenario I had in mind for her. There's a definite lack of going on I was going to say, she's already starting off. Yeah. yeah. She's you already starting her. off wrong. You can't help her. Do you know one of the, the, the most beautiful, powerful things I've come to do, especially over this last year, when everybody's crap's coming up to the surface? Mm-hmm. Like, if they, if they don't want to wake up, let them sleep. So you no, think that this much, is somebody no who wants much. to sleep? Yeah, she just immediately showed you exactly what she wants to do. Yeah, she already said, I don't want to make thousands, but that would be great. Yeah. Why, so... why are you limiting yourself? Yeah, it's clear. Well, it's she clear was, she, let's, let's be fair. She was also responding to something that I said. I was saying, don't go for the money first. Go for the passion first. And that, that yeah. was the response to that. But the but response it's, revealed it's the truth. The response revealed. And this isn't crapping, by the way. I'm not crapping on anyone. That. I had this woman on my LinkedIn video on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn video the other day, like I told the story about when I started to tune into abundance. Pardon me. She's like, This is everything that's wrong with the world. People just care about money. You're money grabbing. Ah. I was like, All right, so you're broke and you don't know how to manifest money. <laughs> and instead of just accepting that to be the case and making a choice about whether you want to stay where you are or find the resources to do something else, you're attacking other people. Now, this woman isn't attacking people, but the truth of what's going on internally is being revealed, and we can only experience what we're vibrational match to. So from that space, the likelihood that she's going to manifest any abundance at all lowers, bro. So let's try to, to see if we can help her on the off chance that maybe she's open to thinking about it differently. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... What what could we recommend as a way to turn that around? Because I think we all agree there's there's like a there's a negative trend going on there. How do we turn that around in our minds? Over to you, Alex. Hmm. How do we turn this around? Turn around. Well, first you have to convert to veganism. 
That's how we said it <laughs> correctly. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> and you don't convert, you revert to veganism because it is the true path. Okay, pardon me. <laughs> um, that was no, great. By I don't. Actually, great. I, I think she needs to. I think she needs to reread what she wrote and see where she where she went wrong as far as her negative attitude. Because mm. I think she looks at it in a different light. She might, what's, how am I trying to word this? Okay, so, like, the universe listens Mm -hmm. to what you say and how you say it and the belief behind it. So all those three things need to be in alignment. So that's why I say that she needs to go back, reread what she wrote, maybe rewrite it, like, in a journal or something, and then, you know, think about that for a couple of days. So basically, we're talking about a reboot here. Yeah. Oh, a total reboot. Yeah. After a cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> and some meditation. Yeah. And sacral well, park tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing you have to understand, Tasman, about these two is they are totally irreverent. So just saying. No, just... <laughs> No, but honoring, yes, honoring the challenges, though. Honoring the challenges, though. Like, I think Alex is hitting it on the head. Reconnect with it and see what do you want to do? Is this you or not? Is this how you want to how you want to make things pop? Like, do you want to want abundance? And if you don't, then don't bother wasting your time chasing it. Just be happy with what you've got. Yeah. Not everybody's... The thing is, not everybody here on Earth is meant to be, you know, a happy vegan that's abundant. Right, and everybody's meant to do that. Some people are meant to be de- demonic flesh eating. Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> we're, 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 we're not... I'm no, that came now. out wrong. That came out wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop this now because the 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 QAnon people, the QAnon people, are gonna be after me. They're gonna. There'll <laughs> be memes across me on the internet, sitting in a. I was about to get political. Anyway, they already we're going to leave it. They're going to start doxing you. You're dead. Just forget it. Right? <laughs> they're start, what? Doxing? The only way, says Daniel. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Just say no, kids. Just say no to flesh. Um, not everybody's here to experience financial abundance. I, I remember, um, I think it was my friend Mira when she, in her book, when she spoke about um, spiritual mastery. She's like, don't basically don't crap on someone that's not interested in hearing the message of spirituality and consciousness in this life. Maybe they mastered it in another life and they're here to experience something different. Mm. So she could have been a multi-billionaire and like the richest man in Babylon in another life. Mm-hmm. And here she's just seeing what the other side looks like. So, you know, I think one of the most beautiful things is not to judge ourselves what we're experiencing, but to just be conscious in choosing what we're experiencing. And if we dig in and we're like, do you know what? I'm okay. I actually don't mind just, you know, making ends meet or whatever. I'm here for something else. Then do that and be okay with it. There there was actually more to that comment. And maybe it might influence what you guys are thinking. Um, So let me read the whole statement that was there. She said, I am in no way trying to start making thousands, although that would be awesome. But I just want enough to make to pay the bills and to have some treats because we are mortgage free, which has been amazing for three years. And that happened when I was 29. So that tells me there was at least some association with abundance at some point. Ah, yeah. We're, we're talking about a completely different thing. So everything we said about, she probably does drink bark tea for breakfast as well. Otherwise that's not where she access that abundance. Um, <laughs> I can't. So, but do you know what it is? Is that I'm, I'm going to call this, and this is for someone else that may, this is for the person in the back that's going through the situation right now. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes if we haven't been the actual one to create the financial abundance, we have a challenge of associating and accepting our rights to it. I've seen this with people I've worked with that received um, like uh, inheritance or who have a partner that's wealthy or partner who's done really well. 
they don't feel any sense of entitlement to it and still sitting in a place of lack, even though their reality says that they shouldn't feel that way. So if she paid her own, because then she said, we are mortgage-free, right? Right. Now, if she had paid it off herself and has maintained a reality for three years where it's still mortgage-free and hasn't gone down spiral financially, it's highly unlikely that she did it. I'm not saying that she didn't. It's highly unlikely. In which case, the disconnect is with ownership of the fact that you're already manifesting abundance and connecting with that stream of abundance that's already present in your life and allowing that to be the doorway, the open door to receive more. This kind of falls into the category of what I've talked about before and others have talked about before here on the show, not noticing what we've manifested well. Mm-hmm. Really? You you know something about that, Paul? <laughs> Me? Oh, God, yes. I can't imagine. Like, like my entire life? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I am an expert at it. I could write a book on it. Nobody would read it, but I mean, I could write a book about it. Don't you be negative. (laughs) No negative. Well, let's put it this way. I wouldn't want them to read it. That's really what I had in mind. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, absolutely. Wait for the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact is that we tend to go through life and just skip the good Mm. stuff that happens. Usually because we kind of treat it as, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, move on. It's predisposition. Yeah, very matter-of-factly, yeah. It's predisposition. Mm-hmm. We're actually showing a negative bias. Yes. Oh, yes. No, well, that's just a negative bias. We're, we're showing a bias. <laughs> How do I say this? It is negative, but it's a bias against positive. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Meaning it's it's not enough that I I have to be in a negative space. I have to actually dispositive while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's really what that position is. And, and yet we don't think about it that way. Most of the time we just think of it as just kind of dismissing that something good happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But it kind of illustrates how important it is to just take the time every single time. Some, even the littlest thing happens that is good, that we like, that's in line with what our, our longer term dreams are or what our shorter term hopes are or whatever. Anything that happens that, that we like, it's important to stop and celebrate it. Feel yeah. good about it. Get into that space about it because, oh, my goodness. If we don't do that, we miss them. Mm-hmm. We skip them entirely. I mean, how many times, Daniel, how many times have I told a story about having manifested something with a money game and didn't realize <laughs> I manifested something with a money game? <laughs> that, that always Every, hilarious I mean, to me. <laughs> yeah, it's not working. You know, maybe maybe we can answer my one next no, it's more like, uh, is it under this check I just got for a thousand dollars? Let me take a look at my paperwork. Hold on. <laughs> Let me move my sacred pipe and then <laughs> leave the pipe alone. Well, that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, well, fortunately, I did leave yeah. the uh, pipe alone a while ago. But yes, what was that, Alex? <laughs> Gratitude is very important is the moral of that story. Absolutely. It is <laughs> gratitude and appreciation in big yes. ways. Yes. All day, every day. No doubt about it. So maybe that'll help her to kind of reconsider the thinking. I like what you guys said. I and mean, we did it kind of in a, uh, irreverent way. We kind yeah. of, uh, almost in a dissing way, but, but the point is valid. It, Sometimes we need to take a look at how we're thinking about something, even when we're expressing it to somebody else saying, I'm running into this problem. Well, that's one of the cool things about answering somebody on Facebook. They're usually telling you in the way they're expressing the problem, what the problem is. Mm-hmm. They just aren't seeing it themselves. And I think we could probably, most of us could probably spot our own problems. if we'll just take a time, a minute or two to kind of go over what it is that we wrote over what it is that we were saying. We just have to kind of take a moment and take another look at it and think about it a little bit differently, Mm -hmm. which is basically that's taking on a new perspective. Yes. A new perspective. Mm -hmm. That's really what it's all about. Anyway, we're trying to develop new perspectives about transgressors to use David Strickle's term. Ah, through appreciation. 
That was the shortest croon you've done in a long time. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> so, wow, we would just we just kind of cruise through those questions. We actually have time to kind of go into other stuff that we want to go into, whatever that might want to be. Mm-hmm. But, um, wow, I mean, seriously, I thought we were going to have the whole show filled up, and we just zoomed right through them. So, well done, guys. Well, I said, straight to the point. That's the way God rolled me. But, and it, it works for you, girl. It works. Let me tell you. <laughs> So, all right, well, let's, uh, first of all, let's get a, a promo message in and that, it, well, we should do our two promo messages. Daniel tried to give you the segue for one before we kind of skipped over that one, but we'll come back yeah. to that one in a minute. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> this, you, know, you, you did your part. You tried, you know. Yeah, well. So you get credit for that. Thanks for destroying my belief in manifestation, but there we go. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Suppose next you're going to invite me for a steak dinner. That's another inside joke, folks. Don't even ask. It's not worth it. <laughs> it is worth it. Someone worth should it. ask one day. Someone should. <laughs> did we ever actually discuss it on air, or did we just no? Like, we we never did. No. It's just it's an all, so all of these people that are just like, why are they? Why are they so? Exactly. Why are they? they yes. Hate vegans so much. Like, <laughs> hate vegans. Who are you? And why <laughs> body snatched Alex? I was being an outside observer. You disgust me. (laughs) Linda McCartney would not be friends with you. So I'm I'm going to kind of leave it there and let you guys decide whether or not you actually want to explain the whole thing because I'm not sure I could even try to do it. If you want to, have at it. (laughs) All I know is Daniel just started riffing one day on vegans. And then then the memes and the gifts, and then that's all I know. (laughs) Not on vegans. On extremism in any form. Of which which have to be all about of, vegans. But there are an abundance of memes for vegans. So. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> memes and gifts abound. So basically, he was associating extremism with veganism. And you know, it, it, all letters can go to Daniel at LOAToday.net, and we'll make sure that he gets them. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just, wait, I'm just waiting for there not to be coronavirus, so I can do it about anti-maskers as well. Ooh. 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 I'm gonna okay. I'm going to get them. <laughs> <laughs> and the people and the people that use their mobile phone to go on Facebook to say that the reason why they don't want a vaccine is they don't want to be chipped and tracked. <laughs> they will also be getting it from me as soon as there isn't a mortal terminal situation associated with it. Right, right. I'm, I'm sure the vegans are going to be very glad that they are no longer going to be in your sites. I wouldn't say no longer. I would say they <laughs> Well, we can only focus on one thing at a time. Daniel's yeah. made that point very, very clear. Consciousness can only be in one vegan burger at a time. <laughs> oh, boy. So, anyway, I think I was going to do a promo. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go to the promo, and I, I don't even know if I dare do this one, but if by chance after all this you actually have the nerve to send in a question, that's what the LOA Today app is for. <laughs> and you can know that other than on Thursdays, you're going to be received really, really nicely. On Thursdays, you know, it could be anything. I can't promise how it's going to go. You don't know what's going any other day? No, it's just, you know. But Coming any other known. <laughs> that's what they also happy. That's true. That's true. I mean, the ones who are really daring are the ones who are going to want to address it to either Alex or Dan. So, and and, and that's part of the point. You. You, uh, on the app, you actually have the choice. Who do you want to answer this question? So, if you really are willing to go out into the outer reaches, Dan or Alex is definitely your choice. Oh my God, these Just people saying. actually brought some of their questions to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they can click on our name and everything. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my God! The grass is greener on these questions. <laughs> oh no! So I don't know where to go with my promo next, other than to say, if you'd like to ask your question and you don't have the LOA Today app, you're going to have to download the app in order to ask the question. It's very simple. If you already do have the app, now you know where to go to ask the question. 
and this may seem kind of hard to believe, but we actually like do receiving the questions. We, we do. We like that a lot. Yeah. We love it. Even if we do butcher them. I mean, still, we, 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 we like receiving it. them. <laughs> so do take the time to send in uh, your questions or even your comments because it, it, it says it's ask a question, but it can actually be used to send in a comment talking about what you like, maybe talking about what you don't like. You know, we, we welcome it at all. I'm, I'm just saying, just putting it out there. So mm -hmm. take advantage. And by the way, uh, I'm not sure how to actually make the segue over, so I'll just say it bluntly. But you can also see us on YouTube. Alex, why don't you tell people how to see us on YouTube? Well, you go to YouTube, you search LOA Today podcast videos, and once you see our smiling faces, click down below to the red subscribe button. Next to the red subscribe button, there's a little silver bell. Make sure you click all so you will always be notified when we are live. So there we have it. All of our business has been taken care of for the day. That's good stuff. All right. Okay, I won't. Oh, no. This, this could be disastrous. Uh-oh, here we go. Get out of here. <laughs> You look like one of those memes like that shows up on, like on a Facebook group. A lot more than it is. Although one of these is about $25. Oh, okay. Well, well I'll take a few of those. It's actually well, just more money than I gave it credit for. <laughs> <laughs> He's noticing and appreciating his abundance. Yeah, yes. I am actually. <laughs> Can you just, keep it, you just keep it just chilling there and just... Well, I have to pay some things. I pay cash, like um, certain taxis when I come from Costco, um, mm -hmm. um, my cleaner when Ariane is here, house, um, like the caretaker for her. Yeah. Um, so I've always got to have some cash. Not everybody takes tarqueta. Mm. I would do this with my Amex and other credit cards, but that might get dangerous. So. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to crack a screen. Thanks. <laughs> that wouldn't be a good thing. No. No. All right. So, so let's see if we can uh, uh, hone in on a topic that will uh, expand our, our horizons a little bit. Because as I think about the questions that we asked, they were relatively, most of them were relatively on the easier side. Mm -hmm. um, but let's go for something a little bit more advanced, a little bit more out there. I know what we can do. What's that? Remember a couple of weeks ago when we didn't have Daniel? And we had we had that email, or was it an email, or was it a, a Facebook question about the uh, the pathological liar? I'd like to know Daniel's oh. point of view. I'll tell you, Alex. I don't know if I if I let you know about it afterward. We had a response from that person after you and I did that episode. Oh, really? Yeah, he was very very grateful. He he described our uh, suggestions to him as very helpful, brutal but helpful. That's how I'd be doing it, you know. That's how we and get damn. That's, that's what it was. But essentially, he was a guy who acknowledged and admitted that he was a pathological liar. He just lied all the time to people. And he felt really bad about it. And there were a whole bunch of, he had like a whole list of things that he did not treat people well and all this kind of thing. And he really wanted to change, but he felt like he had these patterns so deeply ingrained that he couldn't do it. And so we we gave a, a number of ideas about how to kind of shift the whole thought process around. We were also rather applauding him for his honesty. I mean, not very often you get somebody who comes on and says, you know, I, I lie all the time and I'm feeling really bad about you. That That's a pretty rare admission. Yeah. So, yeah. Got to give him credit for that one. But he can what get do you think? credit and cash for that one. Um, okay. We're talking about a new state of being. We're talking about rewriting our personality which then leads to the personal reality of honesty, developing a deeper level of resonance with the idea of being an honest person than we do have with the one of being a dishonest person. Essentially, it's shifting those neural pathways which are ingrained to be dishonest, rewriting them to honesty. And that's going to have to happen on a few levels, mentally and emotionally. There could be an energetic resonance with that that's playing out. Then the unconscious and then the conscious choices and shifting his environment to match it. That's what I would offer. Now, that's not it's easier said than done. I think that kind of fits what we were saying on the day that we were answering yeah. him as well. It's easier said than done, but it can be done. Yeah, I mean, look, put it this way. First and foremost, identifying at uh, an energetic level, depending on how far down the rabbit hole he wants to go, is there an energetic resonance with this state of being? 
the fact that he's saying that he actually feels from a space of heart and mind coordination that he wants something different means that it's probably not his, his natural dharma, right? So you can use Akashic Record readings are great for that. Uh, you can do, some people do angel channelings, which are really cool for, for, for checking that out. Some people can do um, higher self com communications or channelings in order to assess at a high level what's going on. From there, it's introducing practices which can start to build the connection to that new reality. Dr. Joe's work, changing, breaking the habit of being yourself is a mm -hmm. great one. Yes. It actually works on two levels because it's working energetically, but also working on the neural pathways of the brain to create the openness to receiving something different. So get clarity, create the new intention off the back of that, do that deeper work. And then something like timeline therapy, which may be able to come in and rewrite the part of the timeline that was associating with that habit of behavior, some kind of hypnosis based therapy in order to go in and create some change. And then follow through that work that's been done, the meditation type work and the, um, the, the underlying unconscious work may be a process over a period of time. Whilst that's happening, disrupting your unconscious behavior that manifesting in conscious thought and action and interjecting in there. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Maybe getting an accountability partner, understanding your, um, your personality profiles. So are like, what's your tendency? Are you an obliger? Do you need accountability? Are you a rebel like me? And accountability is going to send you over the wrong way. You know, understanding about yourself will set you up more, um, more, effectively for success follow that formula and you can you can do it good answer good answer ultimately what we're really trying to do like you said is to rewrite that that subconscious pattern not just and, subconscious pattern but the entire state of being because the subconscious well the state of being too well on. yes yeah mm. yeah but he, i think he's already indicated a willingness to to rewrite that that entire state of being so mm -hmm. i think i think he's probably on the right track there uh, it's just that there's going to be a lot of rewriting on the subconscious level that he has to do. The but, subconscious level is not going to be able to be held unless the emotional resonance and the energetic resonance has been shifted first. And that's the mistake yeah. that some people make. They skip the one, the, the, that part and go straight to, oh, I'm going to go and work with a hypnotist. Yeah, but your emotional resonance with that timeline is still deeply ingrained and hasn't been addressed. Or you've got some kind of energetic resonance with... Um, a belief, an idea, or even a contract of some kind that you have to play out a particular pattern of behavior that needs to be broken first to create space for the work that you're doing unconsciously to actually stay. Linda Armstrong has pointed out to us on Fridays that one of the things that we can do that any of us can do energetically is simply state the obvious. I, I, have no, I am no longer interested in, I have no more use for this old pattern. I now want this new pattern. I mean, literally, that's an energy-creating activity, and it's an energy-clearing activity all in the same breath. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all I, I love the examples you gave. They're all wonderful ways to go about clearing energy. But I guess my point is we don't have to treat it as if it is an overwhelming task. It's actually a fairly easy task. Yeah. We simply have to say, you know what, I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to start mm -hmm. clearing. And do it now. Do it now. That's right. Yes. And after your okay. cup of caribou. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh, gosh. But part of the reason I'm saying that is it's also a way to get ourselves quicker into a space where we can start doing the rewriting, mm -hmm. like with the hypnosis or with anything else. I mean, literally, we can we can re not recreate. We we can rewrite the subconscious mind the same day that we're thinking about doing this. We, mm -hmm. we can literally just go through, okay, I clear all that old stuff out. I, I cancel all my old contracts. I, I, I don't want any of that stuff. I'm, I'm wiping it and sending it free to the universe. Okay, now I'm going to start rewriting my subconscious mind. We can do that mm -hmm. in one day. We don't have to wait years. We don't have to wait nope. months, weeks, days. I mean, we can just start doing it today. No. So start doing it right now, you know? And then once we've started doing it, then it's just a question of repetition. Just Continue repeating to. it over and over, because that's how you rewrite. I mean, it's kind of like on an old tape recorder. You, you just keep taping over and over and over and over and over and over again, and the old thing goes away. Mm -hmm. And if you're taping over and over again with the same thing over and over again, then that actually kind of embosses into the tape. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, anybody can do this. Anyone mm -hmm. can do that. And 
I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, even with the people whose questions we raised earlier, they can do the same thing. Right. If they feel like they've got old tapes playing, you can cancel the tapes. You can replace them with new tapes. You can do it right now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to do There's no big exercise to do. You simply clear the energy, declare the energy to be cleared, and then you go in and you start rewriting the tapes. Simple. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Let's take it to another step then, because we have a few minutes left. And actually, we're going to have to do this one fairly quick because we only have about four. It's ticking down quickly here. <laughs> but uh, no, let's take it one more step. Let's say um, we're finding that it's hard to concentrate on making that change. Mm-hmm. We want to make the change. We've been trying to clear that energy out. We have cleared some energy out and we're focusing, but we're still finding ourselves being pulled back. Meditation obviously is one way to, to help deal with that because it helps clear the mind of excess stuff. Any other ideas on how to kind of deal with being pulled back like that? I, think I don't really do the cookie cutter approach. So I think it's going to come down to you and what really works for you. But what really works for you is going to depend on, on, on who, who you are. So get clear on who you are, what works for you, and then you can start to build something out from there. That's true. That's a big point because we often don't really take the time to get to know who we are, do we? So many of us, we go just, we just kind of skip through life, skipping that part. Mm-hmm. But, right. Yeah. You got to know who you are. Otherwise, how can you expect to get to where you want to be? What happened? It's like, uh, I think it was in the, the latest movie, the, the, the secret movie, Dare to Dream. How, how can you, if you don't know what it is that you want, how can you ask for it? Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's a spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> I, I should have run that one through, through you first, Alex. That was my mistake. I apologize. I about I'm pretty one. sure. I haven't seen the movie, but I'm pretty sure I've figured it out. So. <laughs> what was that, Dan? You, you, you caught my attention. You, you said you weren't sure how you felt about that. I'm not sure how I feel about you just sort of just spinning the beans on the whole story that I've been waiting my entire oh. manifestated life. <laughs> Well, I have to admit, I, 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 I did. To, I came to physical reality to watch the movie that you just ruined. Oh, damn. I did. I spoiled a 30 seconds out of a 95 minute minute movie. You're right. Yeah. But <laughs> Someone can't accept part. what they've done. You don't know which part is important to which person. Exactly. You don't know me. You don't know my life. <laughs> I'm a, I'm there's also a dark side to dealing with people who are just totally irreverent. You never know when they're going over the edge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but that's why we love them so much. Just Just say say yes. Yes. That's what his t-shirt says. It's perfect. Just say yes. The answer is always yes. (laughs) That that was actually something that that, that Joel Elston published uh, on Facebook. He he posted something to the effect that the answer is always yes. And of course, the, the problem is the question is, is not always what we think it is. We think we're asking a question. We're asking the wrong question, but that's another mm-hmm. topic. We don't have enough time for that one today. Anyway, well, Alex, I'm glad you were able to make it. Me too. And you're looking good in your purple hair, as usual. <laughs> so bueno. It's beautiful. And Daniel, as, as usual, you, you cut right to the quick. I mean, look how fast you zip through those questions. Damn, you're good. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Who was it, your alter ego? I was trying to, you like, give reverence to... Ah, okay. Well, it was everybody. So thank you, everybody. But the goodness within me. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we deal with here every week, and we love every minute. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much to our podcast listeners. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.